He's a great God. He's a magnif- He's a God worthy to be praised today. He is a mighty God. And I'm so thankful that we have come together to worship, to praise, and to lift up His name. We want to welcome everyone to the house of the Lord today. Thank you for coming to the house of God, all the saints of God. Thank you for being faithful to God's house, all of our guests that are here. We're glad that each and every one of you have come to be with us. Why don't all the home folks give our guests a good hand clap today. Amen. At this time, why don't you just step across the aisle, turn around to the one behind you or in front of you and and shake their hand and let them know that we appreciate them being in the house of the Lord today. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's make our way back to our seats. You can just remain standing if you are already standing. If you have your Bibles, turn to Psalms chapter 16. Psalms chapter 16 in your Bibles today. And um, I want to remind everyone, uh, let's pray for Brother Duplissy. Let's ask the Lord to give him a miracle in his body. He's sick and unable to be here today, and uh, let's ask God to touch him. Also, let's pray for Troy. Troy is sick today. He's been sick this weekend. Ask the Lord to touch him and uh, give him a miracle in his body. Good to see Sister Allie able to be in the house of the Lord today. Glad for the Lord touching her. Also, I have a friend that owns a bike shop in Beaumont named Tom. Uh, he found out this past week that he has got some blockages, and uh, they are sending him to Houston to do some work on his arteries over there. So let's pray that the Lord would help him. He asked me yesterday to have the church to pray for him, and so let's do that. I want to remind you about the kingdom class coming up May the 6th at 7 o'clock. Don't forget that, May the 6th and at 7 o'clock. This is about being involved in the kingdom of God, a work that we all can do for the kingdom of God. So let's be here, be faithful, appreciate everyone that was here uh, this month, and uh, looking forward to God doing something great for us. Also, tonight is the deadline for the banquet that they are having at Brother Corcoran's church on May the 3rd, and uh, so you will have to... um, you will have to sign up for that. A lot of you have signed up, but now you have to pay up. The cost of that is $25 per person. Carabas will be catering it, 
It's a black tie affair, so uh, wear your best, and uh, we'll be taking the bus over there if anyone needs a ride. Also, following that, on the 4th, they're having a youth rally, the 4th, and uh, that's free of charge. So that's, I think it starts at 2 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, so remember that. I want to thank all of those who worked uh, yesterday um, in the uh, outreach program, the carnival that they had yesterday here at the gym that was mainly put on by, I appreciate the older ones that helped, and uh, some of the older ones helped, some of the young marrieds, thank you for helping, but that was all produced and, and uh, put together by the young people. I commend you. I thank you for it. Why don't the church give them a hand clap today? I think the number without counting our children, this does not count our children from the church, but uh, children that were here that are not members of this congregation, I think there was 75 children that was here. And so we're thankful for that, thankful for everyone working uh, and uh, inviting and appreciate it very much. And uh, don't forget, today at 2 o'clock, we'll be uh, paying our last remarks, saying our last goodbyes to a great member of this congregation, Brother Bailey, and uh, for many, many, many years, faithful to the house of God, and uh, worked very hard uh, in this local assembly. So remember that. That's at 2 o'clock today. And... Um, so remember that. Psalms chapter 16, verse number 11. Thank you, Brother Allen, for uh, the good lesson this morning. Enjoyed that. Psalm 16, verse number 11, a very familiar passage of Scripture here today. And uh, I want to read to us and give you what I feel like the Lord has laid on my heart. It's good to see Rodney here today. And uh, good to see Andy and his family here today. And uh, good to have the... Young lady over here to my right. Any other guests that's in the house of the Lord? Good to see Mickey here today. Good to see everyone that's in the house of the Lord. And all of our guests, we want you to feel very welcome in God's house. Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. Everybody read this with me. In thy presence is fullness of joy. And at thy right hand are pleasures forevermore. Let's put our Bibles down. Let's lift our hands toward heaven and ask God to help us today. God, we are depending on you. Our faith, our confidence, our trust, and our hope is in you. I pray, God, that you would anoint me to preach your word this morning. Anoint your people to hear, to receive, to respond, to obey, to apply your word today, God. And it would all be for your praise. Your glory and your honor. Now together let's give Him praise and glory in His house today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody shout unto God with the voice of triumph right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Lord bless you. You may be seated. I want to talk to you for the next few moments this morning. From this subject, if I can just get in His presence. If I can just get in His presence. Why don't you look to your neighbor and tell them, say, if I can just get in His presence. 
Amen. There is, there is an extreme importance about being in the presence of the Lord. I can remember uh, years and years ago, you can know it was years and years ago because uh, LBJ was president. Now, I don't quite remember that. But I remember a story that another minister was relaying in one of his messages that um, LBJ was in office in some way uh, this uh, preacher uh, got to be at the same place that he was. Now, he said that he was not an LBJ uh, fan. And I don't think that he even voted for him. And uh, But he said that when he stepped into the room, there was an awe. There was just a sense of power and authority at knowing that you are in the presence of the most powerful man in the entire world. And he said when he stuck his hand out and looked at him and smiled at him and shook his hand, said he automatically thought within itself, I'll vote for you, I'll do anything for you, just being in His presence. That is the presence of power. That is a presence of, I would not say royalty or, or majesty, but it is simply being in the presence of a powerful individual. And it has that effect and that awe upon people that, that just being in their presence just makes you feel and uh, makes you do sometimes things that you would not ordinarily do. I, uh, I've been to different events and then I've seen people that were powerful and I did have the opportunity uh, to see President Bush one time and it was quite an experience of seeing uh, just a president. Now, some of you might have done that. That's the only one that I've ever been privileged to uh, be in the same room with, but or the same coliseum with, if I could say it like that. But, but just the presence of power. But I want to tell you, there is nothing, nothing in this world that can compare to the power and being in the presence of the Almighty God. And uh, I, I have, I have uh, heard that, that uh, I, my, my girls and my wife were in the Galleria uh, Mall one time, and, and uh, they heard a big commotion and people hollering and screaming and, and uh, said they, they looked and said a big entourage of people was walking down the hall and people was taking pictures and, and um, they were screaming and somebody asked and, and said, what, what's going on? And who, who, who is it? And, uh, they said, Snoop Dogg. It's Snoop Dogg. And, and everybody was going crazy over Snoop Dogg. Now, I found a little more, uh, people in my life to be of importance than Snoop Dogg. But anyway, he's a lot of people's hero. They like his singing, like his music, I suppose. And uh, so they were going crazy over the power of someone who is uh, well-known and someone who is of somewhat of importance, a recording artist. And so 
there is there is many people that have that have went wild over certain things. I I uh, in the sports world that when some hero, some sports figure steps into the room, people start screaming and clapping and and are just in awe about being in the presence of one of their sports heroes. But I think about the importance of being in the presence of God. Nehemiah said it like this in eight verses number eight or chapter number eight and verse number ten. Then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet, and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be ye sorry, for the joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord is a very vital part of our existence and in our walk with God. We must have joy in our life. I don't, I don't understand why people live life and don't enjoy it to the fullest. Amen. Some people, some people just refuse to have a good time in life. They, they walk through life trying to find things that they don't like and things that they don't enjoy. When it's raining, they fuss about raining. When the sun is shining, you can't get prettier days than what we've been having. Man, this is just like, just like being in heaven. The temperature's just right. Amen. The sun's shining just right. Everything. Now, all you people that was complaining and amen and when I was talking about the rain, everything is just perfect. You know what some of us is worried about? It ain't gonna last long. It's about to get hot. <laughs> But we got to enjoy it while it's good. Amen. Have a good time. Enjoy life. You see, living for God is not a bad life at all. Living for God is not something we should wake up in the morning and dread. But it's something that we should wake up in the morning and embrace another day to get to serve and to glorify and to magnify God. Nehemiah said... Go your way. Some people say, you know, if you're a Christian, you shouldn't be blessed. You shouldn't have nice things. You shouldn't be well off. You shouldn't have all of these things. But the Bible says, go your way. Eat the fat. That means eat good. Drink the sweet. That means drink sweet tea. Amen. Send portions unto them that whom nothing is prepared. Give unto those who don't have anything. Don't be stingy, for this day is holy unto the Lord. Neither be sorry. There comes a day and an hour in all of our lives where we should not be sorry. We should not be down. We should not be depressed. The Bible says weeping may endure for a night, but joy is going to come in the morning. Amen. Joy is going to come in the morning. How many excited about the joy of the Lord? Hallelujah. 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 How do I get that joy? I want to tell you, eating the fat, drinking the sweet, and sending portions to all of those who have nothing is prepared, that does not always bring you joy. But there's something else that will bring you joy without a doubt. And that is to find where the presence of the Lord is. 
Because the Bible said that in thy presence is fullness of joy. Amen. I have problems with people that come to church and don't smile when they're at church. Amen. They come to church and look like they're depressed, twice plucked up by the roots, mad at the world, and saying to the sinner, Don't you want some of my God? No, thank you. Amen. No, 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 no. When we come to the house of God, this is the most important place that we will ever go to in our life. Amen. Amen. This is better than a mega rally. Amen. This is better than an Astros game. This is better than a Texans game. This is better than a Dallas Cowboy football game. Amen. There is no place like the house of God. Amen. Amen. One of the things, one of the things that, that Queen Sheba, the Queen Sheba was so amazed at when she come to see the wisdom and the glory and the majesty of Solomon. She said there was no breath left in her when she seen the way that his servants went up to the house of God. I want to tell you if there's anything that we ought to get excited about, it's about going to the house of God. Why? Because that's where the presence of the Lord is. In His presence is fullness of joy. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. I don't understand. People, when they get down, the devil keeps them out of the house of God. When you're down and out, when you're depressed, when you're sick, and when you don't have any money, you still need to go to the house of God. Amen. Because when you get to the house of God, you're going to get in the presence of God. And when you get in the presence of God, there's no way that you cannot have joy when you're in the presence of the Lord. Now, I know there's some that's done a pretty good job at it. And there's some you might look and question and say, well, I, I can remember one time, I've told you this before, but, but Mickey will remember this. There's a guy, a preacher that used to go hunting with us up in Colorado. He was not the most exciting and most, most happy man in the world. He walked around with a frown on his face. And uh, there was a, a, an old center guy that was there hunting with us that he had invited. He was up there with us, and he asked that preacher one day, he said, Brother, he said, where do you get your source, source of joy from? Now, that's bad when somebody on the outside's asking somebody that should be on the inside, where do you get your source of joy from? Because wherever you're drinking, I don't want to drink. Amen. But when I, when I come to the house of God, I want people to see that, hey, there's something that's different about them when they start going to church. Thank God that it's Sunday morning. Thank God that it's Sunday night. Thank God that it's Wednesday night. Why? I get to go to the place where the presence of the Lord is. And in His presence, there is fullness of joy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I look at one of the most saddest scriptures I find 
in the Word of God. Now, I know that we all got Scriptures that we look at and say, Oh, man, that's a terrible Scripture. That's a sad Scripture. That's a heartbreaking Scripture. But one of the most saddest Scriptures that you'll find is in the book of Genesis in the fourth chapter where it is talking about Cain. And God is talking to Cain. And the Bible says, And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord. Cain left the presence of the Lord and never come back to ever find the presence of God again. You know, this amazes me that someone that does not have the joy of the Lord would try to step outside of the house of God to find something to make them happy. Amen. You're not going to find happiness in drugs. You're not going to find happiness in alcohol. You're not going to find happiness in another relationship. You're leaving the place that you're going to find real joy, real peace, and real happiness. It's in the house and in the presence of God. Amen. People that stay in His presence never backslide. You say, oh, well, people backslide from church. They don't backslide from the presence of the Lord. They backslide, you said it right, from church. Of just coming to church and never getting in the presence of the Lord. You see, this is the reason why you can come to church sometimes and you'll see somebody, man, just having a Holy Ghost outpour and a Holy Ghost fit, speaking in tongues, shouting, dancing, having a smile on their face and somebody four or five rows back just sound asleep. They're in the same building, but they're not in the same presence. Amen. In the presence of the Lord is fullness of joy. Now I've seen it at sometimes it's like a swimming pool effect that, that you can, you can be at my house and I have a swimming pool in my backyard and I have an outdoor kitchen and you can be in my back, backyard, but you cannot, you don't have to be in my pool. Now, there can be people in the pool. There can be children in the pool. Last weekend, we had an outing for the family at my house. There was children in the pool. I never got in the pool. Now, I was I was there at the pool, but I never got in the pool. I stayed dry through the whole evening, praise God, and I never got in the pool. But if you get close enough to the pool every once in a while, you're going to get a little splash over from somebody else getting in the pool and throwing water around. Or you can just take it upon yourself to say, hey, I'm just going to go have a good time and I'm going to get in the pool myself. Amen. There's a lot of people in church that gets a splash over effect, that gets a splash over feeling. But I want to tell you today, you need to make up in your mind, I'm in the same area, but I'm going to get in the presence of the Lord. I'm going to get in the presence of the Lord. I'm going to get under the spout where the Holy Ghost is being poured out. Amen. Give me a little more monitor up here, please. 
Amen. In His presence. In His presence. Come to church, but never get in the presence of God. Don't touch me. Don't don't help me. Don't try to promote. Don't try to push. Don't try to encourage. Don't don't just leave me alone. Amen. I got news for you, man. What I've got, I'm like an old drunk that's totally intoxicated on Saturday night. And when he's sitting on the bar and can't hardly sit still, and he thinks everything is good and life is great, you know what he wants? He wants everybody. Hey, come on over here, man. Drink what I'm drinking. Amen. I have found the peace of God. And what I'm trying to do today is try to tell you, hey man, if you drink where I'm drinking, if you'll get where I've got, if you'll get under the spout where I'm at, God can bless you. God can help you. God can deliver you. God can set you free. God can pick you up. God can change your life. Amen. Amen. Some people say, what's wrong with these Pentecostals? Man, they jump up, they clap their hands, they holler and they scream and they cackle and they jump and they run. I tell you what's happened to us. We have got in the presence of the Lord. You don't get in the presence of the Lord and not be changed. If you want a religion that does not change you, you go get just that, a religion. Because religion will not change you. But when you get in the presence of the Lord, reminds me of Moses when he went up on the mountain with God. When he come down, they could tell that he had been in the presence of the Lord. Amen. The Bible said that his face glowed so bright. Amen. Woo! His face glowed so bright. His face glowed so bright that they had to cover his face with the napkin for he could speak to the people. Why? Because he had been in the presence of the Lord. I come to tell somebody today, if you can just get in his presence, God will work. God will change. God will deliver. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. 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 I had someone ask me one time I was preaching and they said, why? Why do you get excited? Why do you jump? Why do you scream? Don't you know if you need to be a little louder, they can turn you up with the sound system? I said, yeah, I know that. I said, well, why do you do it? I said, man, when you're excited about what you've got, you ever heard somebody that likes to hunt start talking about hunting? You don't have to tell them to elevate their voice. They start elevating their voice. You ever heard somebody that likes to talk about something when they get in talking about it? Oh, man, you got to, oh, that deer, that deer was this big man that fish well man he was he was two pounds but he had to be that long why because they're excited about what they're talking about oh my lord i remember the thursday night that i went to the altar and i got in the presence of the king of kings and the lord of lords i remember the night that he filled me with the holy ghost i can still remember it like it was yesterday i remember the day that i was buried in water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ and my sins was washed away hallelujah if I could just get in his presence I'm reminded of a story that the Bible talks about in the second chapter of the book of Mark 
The Bible says, and again, he was, he had entered into Capernaum. Talking about Jesus, he had entered into Capernaum. After some days, and it was noise that he was in the house. Uh, you can't have Holy Ghost revival and it be quiet. You can't have a move of God and it stay quiet. You know what happens? It starts spilling out. He was noise. It was noise that he was in the house. And some people had a friend who was sick with the palsy. And they said, we have heard that this man is a healer. We have heard that this man can do miracles. If we can just get him to where Jesus is. Thank God for friends that will pray for you. Thank God. God for a church family that will get behind you and support you. Thank God for a family that will stand up and say, Hey, we're going to pray the prayer of faith. When you can't pray for yourself, there's a family of God that is praying. That God hears, that God answers, and God performs miracles. They carry this man on his bed, on his sick bed. To see Jesus. And when they get to where Jesus is, the Bible said that they could not enter into the house because of the great crowd of people that had already heard that Jesus was in the house. These men took it upon themselves. They said, what we have got to do It's not good enough just to be on the outside. But we have got to get our friend into the presence of Jesus Christ. I can only imagine if they had one of them and said, Hey, go in there and try to press your way through and see exactly where Jesus is. And they would measure it off and try to figure out the correct location and say, We're going to put him down right in the presence of Jesus Christ. And so they went to the roof and they measured it out and they tore off the roof and they let the man down in the presence of the Lord. Amen. You know what happened when he come into the presence of God? His sins were forgiven. He went for a miracle, but he got much more than a miracle. Jesus said, thy sins be forgiven thee. Rise up, take up your bed, and walk. That's why I tell you that in the presence of the Lord, it will change you from who you are and what you are to what God is calling you to be. There's help in the house today. Jesus is in the house today. The presence of the Lord is in this place right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody clap your hands and shout unto God. Hallelujah. Somebody clap your hands and shout unto God. If I can just get in His presence, if I can just get in His presence, 
Amen. This man was dropped at the feet of Jesus. All of a sudden, he comes out a new man. I want to tell you today, no matter what you're facing in life, no matter what kind of sickness that you have, no matter what kind of doctor's report that you have received, amen, I come to tell you that there is a presence of the almighty, all-healing and all-delivering King in the house today that He's able to heal you. Is there anybody can stand and testify today that God... God is a healer. Has anybody ever been set free from sickness? Can you stand and give God praise right now? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's a miracle worker. He's a miracle worker. He's a miracle worker. This ought to build your faith today that what's wrong with me and what the doctor has said is a problem. God is still bigger than the problem. God is still bigger than heart disease. God is still bigger than cancer. Amen. God is still a miracle worker. God is still a miracle worker. God is still in the healing business today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. No matter what's wrong with you, there's not an addiction that's too strong that the presence and the power of God can't break. There's no pill that's too big, that's too bad or too powerful that God can't set you free from. Amen. You don't need something for anxiety. You don't need a pill for depression. What you need to do is get in the house in the presence of the Lord. Well, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. You say, oh, the doctors prescribe this. Yeah, the doctors will give you stuff that will addict your mind and your body to where you can't live without it. But I come to tell you there's a better way. Amen. There's a better way. And that's saying, hey, God, I need your help. God, I need your deliverance. God, let me find the joy of the Lord. Let me find the peace of the Holy Ghost. I don't need a sleeping pill. I need to get in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to Jesus. God is my help. He is my provider. He is my deliverer. Amen. 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 Whatever kind of pain killers that you're on. Let me tell you, there is hope. If I can just get you in the presence of the King. Oh, you're in the right place today. You have come to the right house. This is where he's at. But you still got to get in his presence. How do I get in his presence? You've got to be willing to say, hey, God, just wherever you're at, let me feel after you. Let me walk right over here, God. Are you right over here? Let me get right up here, God. Let me move over here. i got to get in your presence because I've got a problem that I can't solve. i got a situation that I can't fix. I've got something going on in my life that's turmoil and destruction. God, but I know you're my help. I know you're my deliverer. God, if I could just but get in your presence. 
Amen. Amen. Heroin is no match for the devil. There is no narcotic that is a match for the devil. There is no nicotine habit that is a match for the devil. Amen. But I want to tell you, the devil has got all kinds of things that he will afflict us with. But I want to tell you, no matter what the devil will send at you, there is a God that is able to break every addicting chain that the devil will put on you. There's a God that's able to set you free from every addiction that the devil comes against you with. The devil comes with things to wrap us up. The devil comes with things to bind us down. But Jesus Christ has come to set us free. Amen. He said He has come to seek and to save that which is lost if you need help today there is help in the house of God get in the presence when the disciples were in a storm amen in Mark chapter 4 the Bible tells us and he arose amen there was a great storm that come about they were in a great ship and there was little ships that was surrounded them. They were all caught in the midst of a troubled storm. The Bible said that Jesus was asleep in the hinder part of the ship and he arose when they come and cried out to him and he rebuked the wind and said unto the seas, peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Amen. Then the Lord said unto them and he said unto them, why are ye so fearful. How is it that you have no faith? Amen. Why are you fearful today? Why have you come to a place where there's help and where there's deliverance and where there's hope and you're scared to death about tomorrow? Forget about tomorrow and worry about today and say, God, I can't do anything about yesterday and I can't do anything about tomorrow. God, but I call upon you. I have faith and confidence that you're able to make a way where there seemeth to be no way. That you're able to deliver and set free when it looks like all the world is falling apart in His presence. Amen. Why are you fearful when there's help in the house of God? If they come to the music, I'm getting ready to close. How is it that you have no faith? You that have seen God work time after time after time. You that have experienced the miracle working power of God. Why are you afraid of the storm that you're in right now? And wondering what am I going to do about the storm that is going on right now? Because all you got to do is get in the presence of the Lord. How do I find His presence? You're in the right place at the right time for the right moment of your life. You're not here by accident or by chance, but we're all gathered together by the divine plan and the will of God. That when you are in the presence of Jesus, there is no need to be afraid. When you are in His house, in His presence, don't be afraid. Of this place. Because it's the place that you'll find help and strength.
The Bible said that when the disciples of Jesus Christ, the apostle Peter, they said that they would bring their sick and lay in the streets. That just the shadow of Peter and the apostles would fall upon them and they would be healed. But you know, it didn't do them any good to stay at the house. It didn't do them any good to stay in the crowd. They had to get where their presence was. They had to get close enough where the glory and the power of God would rain down in their life. I've come to preach to someone in this house this morning that no matter what you're going through and no matter what you're facing in life, you're in the right house at the right time. The King is here and He's willing to help. He's willing to heal. He's willing to deliver and He's willing to set free. The question is, are you willing to step out by faith and say, i got to get in His presence? Wherever His presence is. Pray with me just a moment, church. I feel like God's trying to work in someone's life right now. God's trying to help someone in this place right now. Oh, in the presence of the Lord. If I could just get in His presence today. If I could just lead you to the altar today and say, here you go. You're in the right place, but I can't force you. I can't make you. All I can do is tell you that God has brought you to this place to help you. All I can do is tell you that God has brought you to this house to heal you. All I can do is tell you that God has brought you to this place to deliver you today. What will you do with the opportunity? What will you do with this chance? What will you do with this moment? Thou will show me the path of life and thy presence. In thy presence is fullness of joy. Does it seem like life, you're just missing something in life? Do you feel like you're going through life in a staggering, stumbling motion? I'm missing something. I want to tell you that missing piece is God. There's a hollow place in every heart that was created and designed by God. There's nothing in this world that can fill that void. There's only God. And when you're feeling that void today, let me invite you to an altar of help. An altar of hope. An altar of peace. An altar of deliverance. You've tried to fix it on your own. You've tried to do it by yourself. But you can't fix it. The more you try to work on it, the bigger mess that you make. But I introduce you to Jesus Christ today. He's able to fix it. He's able to put your life back together again. But you've got to be willing to say, God, I'm going to get into your presence. I'm going to get into your presence. Let's all stand across this house. Church family, would you pray with me just a moment right now? As God reaches for a soul today. 
Don't be another sad scripture that is written. As it is written about Cain, Cain went from the presence of the Lord. Don't walk away from your hope. Don't walk away from your lifeline today. Don't walk away from what can help you. Don't walk away from what can deliver you. Don't walk away from what can heal you. Don't walk away from what can put your life back together again. But walk to His presence today. Would you step out by faith? As Jesus said to His disciples, Where's your faith at? I'm right here. Where's your faith at today? You've tried everything and everything has failed. Why don't you try God? Why don't you repent? Why don't you ask God to forgive you of your sins? Why don't you be baptized in Jesus' name? Why don't you ask God to fill you with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost? There's nothing that can fill the void in the human life but being in the presence of God. Would you come today as the church gathers around this altar, would you come with the church right now? If every saint in this house would reach out to God, if you would talk to God right now. In Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Why don't you take your problem to the altar? Why don't you bring all your needs to Jesus right now? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Why don't you lift your hands and say, here I am, God. Feel after His presence right now. Feel after His presence right now. Feel after His presence right now. Reach out to Him. He'll reach down to you. Reach out to God. He'll reach down for you. Let God move in your life today. Let God help you in this house right now. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on, church, reach out to God just a moment. Come on, saints of God, reach out to the Lord today. Reach out to God. God's trying to help somebody in this house. God's trying to do a work for someone in this place right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Here's my problem. Here's my trouble. Here's my addiction. Here's my faults. Here's my failures. Here's my shortcomings. Here's my mistakes, oh God. I place them in your hands. I give them to you today, God. I give them to you today, God. If I can just get in your presence. Oh, to worship you. Oh, well, Jesus will be there. He'll take away my care and my burdens. He will bear.
for his soul. Make my petition known. I'll never be alone if I can just get it. Hallelujah! 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 Come on, church, help me pray right now. Somebody help me pray right now. Somebody help me pray right now. Somebody help me reach out to God. Hallelujah. Jesus will be there, he'll take away my 